So I'm mentioning this bodily sense, which I'll call somatic, because it's much to do more with the body's sense of itself rather than the image of the body. What we see with our eyes, which uh, is quite uh, subject to delusion and bias, and not really truthful. But the somatic sense is always truthful in the sense it's telling you how it is. Even if it's confused, it's truthful, it's confused, it's truthful without being confused. <laughs> just because it just says how it is. But we can't read it. It's language we don't know how to read. Well, most of us don't know how to read very well. It's a lost sense. Uh, get some basic things, but probably not very very refined, not very uh, uh, clear. And uh, generally when we seek clarity, conceptual clarity involves a particular kind of attention. Attention to conceptual clarity is to you know, go to the details and, and add up the details and form a pattern out of the details. You know. He said this, she said that, he said this, therefore, you do this. Yeah. Very much uh, picking up particular points, dots on a map. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've listened to a whole lot of logistical details earlier about how the treat runs, and that provides a kind of sketch map of the terrain which works its own way in terms of space and time and action. Somatic sense is a different uh, different way. You first of all you go to the overall sense first of all, rather than details. So this is a little bit uh, challenging for us, perhaps. Well, what's that? The overall sense is vague. It's not crystal clear. It's not point on a map, it's, it's an overall sense of mm, what's that and uh, so some simple reference points because it's a process of a kind of inquiry that's not based upon the conceptual answers so much as on felt body senses and these are not so clear for us, particularly at first So I might say, well, you start to bounce a question. <laughs> and maybe the first, most important questions are uh, safe, or grounded, solid, settled. Is that there or not? To what degree is it there? Sort of, somewhat shaky, a bit foggy, cloudy, misty. You see, you get these in impressions, definitely. You know, yeah, foggy, misty, crowded, uh, cloudy, shaky, what's that? You know? uh, and then maybe I'll sort of uh, find an answer. No, 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 not that one. Not should be this, should be that, should be this, should be that. We just notice cloudy, vague, or, or ungrounded, and what's okay. That's the overall sense, not about my knees or my shoulders or my 
whatever, it's to do with the overall felt sense of what it's like to be here in the body at this time. Could be pressure. Could be kind of twisted. And but first, so there's that, then there's the, the, is that it? You ping it a few times. Is that about it? Yeah. And maybe just that helps to make it a little bit clearer. Or prioritise what is the primary sense. Not really settled or grounded, don't feel very firm. No, don't have a clear reference here. You're sort of foggy. Okay. You just say, okay, how? Every time you say that, every time you repeat that question, perhaps these the fog is clearer. You know, this is brown fog or low energy in the body and again the response well then get some more energy no that's not quite the answer the answer is to feel that and then a certain second question which you might come up with is what's needed not what do I want which is a different nature we all know what we want but the problem is just wanting it doesn't get you there. So the question is, what is it? What does this sense need? What would help this sense? What would help this bodily experience? Help it? What? Help it? Or what does it need? And uh, just bear in mind certain uh, fundamental properties that are needed. Uh, and so with safety, that's going to mean ground, grounded, earth, steady, settled, set in a place. You know, not really clear what I'm thinking, but I know where I am, I'm here, grounded, that's okay. That's, I can sit here, I can rest here, I can be here, uh-huh, that's, that's helpful, not conceptually difficult, it's not even conceptually that clear, but in terms of the body that's absolutely necessary. And where would that come from? Where would that sense come from? In this whole bodily domain, we probably recognise, well, the easiest place I can refer to that, I come down, the body's where it's touching the ground. Obviously, the word grounded, yeah, there. You probably don't even need to do that. As soon as you say the word grounded, your attention is going down. Oh, yeah, there. Face of the body, abdominal area. Right. I'm standing, it's going to come down to my feet. I'm lying on my back, it's going to come to my shoulders and back. You know, it's going to be that sense of, yeah, there's something firm here. This is not that difficult, is it, really? Mm-hmm. But we recognise how uh, probably for most of us, A is going to rise up and we're going to be swimming in thoughts. And it's a sense of like a, like a ball in the ocean, you know, floating around in the ocean, possibly here and there, uh, looking for land. Well, actually, it's not going to find it up there, you're going to come down. <laughs> And the other question, the other sense might be, well, you probably need, might say space. Do you have space? In other words, do you feel swamped, overloaded, 
overwhelmed, gasping, you know, can't get any air in here, you might need, might response might is this face. Space is perhaps going to be also around the base of your body, but maybe also includes your throat and chest. So, you know, I feel the space around my chest, remember, under the arms. So the chest is not just the front, it's the sides of the body. So, sensing space. Now, it is there. That's the thing. That's why a need can be fulfilled, because it's actually there. Desire tends to be an imagination. A need is something that's there that you've actually lost contact with. And it is a need, because if that isn't there, then we don't accomplish this sense of being present and here. These are not difficult answers, but to feel them. And to keep bouncing that question sensing, contacting the body, and using those two references, ground and space, to uh, guide you in terms of how you sit or walk. So we say posture, but now we're not really looking at posture purely as a body image. You know, what does it look like? Uh, You know, cushions, zappers, chairs, whatever, no, no, it's not really about that, because then we get kind of comparative, or who's got it best posture, or something like that. You know, this is not a contest. Uh, it's, it's what particular way, and how you hold your body, that will give you prime access to those primary references, ground, space. Yeah. And I think, by and large, most of us are going to find that we want to have a chest open. We want to have our a, a very firm bodily base so that the abdomen isn't contracted, and we feel really settled. Maybe we're sitting on a chair, or we're sitting on. We've got some definite. So there's something that I don't have to do because it's right underneath me. All I do is rest into it. And uh, the space element comes when your body can be open. And uh, when we're sitting, we want to sit. Primarily, because look for the upright position, the upright axis, because when that's there, the spine and the spinal column carries the weight of the head, skull, shoulders, and transmits it down to the pelvis, into the ground. Because of that, the chest is relieved. So the chest is open, that's the logic of the upright sitting position. If it's not upright, Tendons can use my shoulders and rest on my chest, my chest can rest on my belly, and I lose space. It's going to be compact, isn't it? So, I want to look at how does that, what's the best way in which all this bony stuff up top, can the weight of that can be transmitted down into the pelvis, down to the ground, so the earth is carrying it most of it. And what I could do is actually just tune in enough to get that balanced position whereby actually that looks can look strenuous is actually the idea of it is ease. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't have to keep you know, holding my body up when I also it's open I don't have to carry the weight of my body on my belly. 
so this is the, the optimal um, form and again you know, really feel it internally rather than um, look at it externally but that definitely goes in the suggestion of ground and space and so then we maybe should look more open and also recognize that these um, <coughs> these mudras, these basic positions uh, do not they don't give us, they don't click into place with one snap you've got to massage them, work them in also they don't immediately give you big, oh really everything's great now they're going to gradually be steadied there because it also it takes time for the heart to, to integrate that often we are our emotional states or our heart states or our mind states are swirling and, and very much in themselves very much responding and reacting to themselves very much commenting on themselves I'm sure you're aware of this very much fiddling and preening and bickering with themselves they get into a little spin you know so actually just yeah 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 shut up what's happening down here is the is the question and it takes them a while to actually notice oh there's something else here apart from us quarreling (laughs) each other chasing each other around because the somatic sense indeed is uh, often for people in this time uh, you know, rather lost or, or estranged but ground, uh, space and the other quality that you once you've got those, what's liable to happen and put this in lightly uh, is you're going to sense yourself naturally breathing the rhythmic experience swelling, subsiding, rhythmic experience this keeps things flexing and light and uh, vital vitality flowing ground, space, rhythm so Ground gives us a reference point, space helps us to open. When things are open and settled, then you can feel yourself, something you can feel it's something we call breathing. And again, just to be quite lightly penciled on what that is, because very often with breathing, with meditation exercises, we tend to go to the most kind of refined as being the best way to start and it's the worst way to start probably unless you're lucky or you've got particular skills you want to go to the more general sense of that, of the whole form and let let these qualities arise because then there's a, there's a proper blend, what I'm I recommend it as a proper blend between what is given, the voluntary, the, the involuntary, that which is given, which gives us a sense of, oh, how wonderful, a gift. Oh. And so many of us need that time to just receive gifts. It's a particular 
um, feature, I would say, of, of spiritual practices that must be encouraged in Christianity, it's the grace, you know, you know God or whatever, and in Buddhism, it's just this. <laughs> this is the, the given, the gift, the punya, the goodness of our being born as a human. And it's such a lovely thing because so much of our lives are really about doing and making things happen and getting places and making things work. And that's certainly part of what we are as humans. But unless we tap into the gift, then there isn't that fundamental sense of refuge, of of, uh, peacefulness, and also of a tremendous uh, sense of wonder and gratitude. Oh, how beautiful. And then naturally because of that, I feel a little bit more buoyant because, you know, this is all here for me. Well, now I feel, yeah, I've got this, now I I could do things. But if you're trying to do things without having received the gift, then it's like, you know, where does it all come from? Where does your doing come from? Obligation? Yeah. Should do, ought to, got to get to. Performance? How good are you at this? Uh, criticism? Not very good. Hurry up, get going. Um, comparing with what other people have got, what they did, what she did, what he did. Comparing what I did last year. Notes. Failing, succeeding, up, down. Not very pretty, really. Mm-hmm. But when we really realise that all our doing actually is to make, is to access the given, we call it the unconditioned, because it didn't arrive with any conditions, no strings attached. Good people, bad people, naughty people, funny people, all get it. Whether they make use of it or not, of course, is their, their issue. So this, uh, with this there on my side, if you like, to to support me, then indeed my actions are going to be much more coming with a sense of measure. I can take my time, I can see what's relevant, I'm not ridden with guilt or over-striving or, uh, you know, feeling inadequacy. And do what's appropriate now. And it helps to really clarify things and, and also still some of those shadows and voices in your in the heart that are so caught up with what I am and what I'm not. So it's very important to touch into what I call the involuntary. So what's it like when breathing just happens to you? And how much of your body can be open to that? This is the third piece, but ground and space. Ground may probably draw your attention down. Space, get your sense of what's around you. Keep your under chest and front face. Is that open? Is that okay? These are holistic senses. They're not necessarily sharp detail. 
So you're going to get your mind to be also quite open and, you know, sensing things out. And these do help to clear the pathways to make the body steady and unconstricted that we can track more fully and with greater benefit the processes of energy moving through the body as we breathe in and out. And these have a these qualities, these energies have been immensely clarifying, healing and, and uh, uh, revealing uh, result. It's definitely is a kind of karma. It helps to clear places that were blocked, helps to get in, in touch with areas we didn't even know existed, uh, helps us to reveal aspects of karma, of results that we we obscured and need to be ventilated, and we also touch into uh, areas of human potential that we barely have words for, mystic experience. Um, but clearing the ground, making it so these 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 areas are accessible with just the right kind of steady application. So somatic sense, this is a, a main feature of what I'm presenting. Primarily because of that it can be seemingly conceptually not that <coughs> detailed or even slightly vague. It's it's absolutely um, accurate uh, because it can't tell you any lies. You can't tell you. you can't tell make doesn't create stories. You can't spin out. You may better read it very well. But the problem comes with not what you can't read. Most of your problems come from what you can read. <laughs> and you have very lucid and uh, eloquent statements. Believable. Then you want to say, well, okay, just put that to one side and let's see if I can learn Braille. <laughs> And as is in the theme of our uh, renunciate uh, practice, I think um, yeah. the manager referred to this as a monastic retreat. Well, 
There's only one monk here, and it's not a monastery. But... <laughs> 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 Here's a renunciate retreat. <laughs> so it's just a quibble, but uh, it means that whatever your, your lineage is, that we're all undertaking some renunciation. And that generally means uh, things that are quite, quite nice to do, <laughs> we don't do. Why not? <laughs> I think I did, did touch into it. It's about uh, the uh, easy ways in which we uh, find some degree of fulfillment, some degree of happiness and completeness, but they're easy and we can switch them on and therefore we don't. Because uh, they're easy but they are actually uh, rather superficial and of, of not long duration and don't really uh, do the work that's necessary and take us to the place we need to reveal and overhaul our karmic patterns and yeah similarly you know when you're doing practice like this then you have to recognise probably a good amount of the time, particularly first, it's not going to be that comfortable. There are plenty of easier things we could do. <laughs> Guaranteed. But, the big but is, you know, if you, if it's not going to kill you, um, and one should definitely carry the spirit of goodwill, just like training, coaching. Just, just please make just a little bit more, a little bit longer. If it really gets difficult, take a break. You're not here to, you know, Olympic standards, but moderating your process. But yes, it's not as comfortable as other things we could be doing. But you know, I'm sure we've all acknowledge that when you meditate. This also means that certain emotional patterns of, uh, you know, fantasies, nice things we think about, horses, yeah, it's too easy. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not cutting the mustard, it's not getting down to what I need to do. Maybe I need to learn to live with less stimulation. Yeah. Uh, in the long run, it's going to be for my benefit. Maybe I need to learn that some some things are not all that pleasant, and there's got to be room to be with unpleasant feelings because it happens anyway. So you know, rather than keep skidding around trying to avoid it, why don't I just you know create some space where I'm not getting reactive and defensive and uh, negative about it all. Some things don't feel that good, that happy. But, you know, through careful process, one can recognize that a good amount, like the significant, the most significant amount of displeasure, the most significant amount of unhappiness, the most deeply 
incontrovertible and inescapable sources of unhappiness can be released. Certain kinds of physical pain, people liking, disliking you, but you can stop the most significant amount, the most significant feature of suffering. which is the uh, chaotic, the frightened, the mistrustful, the loss of presence, the loss of groundedness, the loss of confidence, the loss of self-respect, the loss of deep, deep, deep abiding love for oneself. It is not sentimental, but it is always right there to support you through it all. And that is immense. And that's exactly what we all need. It's what we can have. And it's going to take us through it all. The rest of life is going to be, yeah, you know, ups and downs. And this is why the Buddha taught this. He said, the ending of this suffering, the ending of this is possible, and you can do it. Otherwise, we're going to teach it. So making some space, making some room, so okay, it doesn't feel so great, but I can be with this. I can start to see how much of that can be just, uh, the pressure comes off when we can find some ground, some space, some tolerance, and some vitality to to support us uh, beyond our personal um, dispositions and inclinations. So, let's um, have another pause. This is the essential part of it, because to get the whole impression, by and large, the mind's attention will focus on a detail and, and etch in that and make more out of that. This is just almost before what minds do. They pick up a detail and they start to weave around it. So, okay, not critical, but just just pause on that and you come to the big overall picture. Do this as part of what we do. How's the whole thing? How's the whole body? How's the me sense now? The whole thing. How's that? And that's just the reference point. And then with that in mind, this particular detail here, how does that fit into the whole thing? So rather than get too you know, obsessed or reactive to a particular point, first of all, you want to bring it into the whole experience, particularly relevant in terms of the body. You know, you've got pain in your shoulder. Well, okay, in your shoulder, what about your chest? You can include much greater area of your body to allow that energy to, to soften, in painful areas to soften and be welcomed into the body. Oh. And then something in my abdominals relaxes, and something in my cheek relaxes, and something in my forehead relaxes, and my hand relaxes, and suddenly that pain doesn't feel so much of a problem anymore. I didn't realise all of me was tensing up against that. I couldn't do much about, first about the pain, but I could do something about the tensing up. When I relieve that, oh, the overall effect, oh well that's, yeah, it's taken 
quite some of the intensity of that has faded. So whole, whole impressions, pause, open, wide, soften, whole impression. How is that? <coughs> 